Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every night, Monday through Friday, NBC brings you transcribed of Fibber McGee and Molly program, written by Bill Leslie and directed by Max Hutto. safe driver. If you know what makes him stay alive on the highways, you may be able to follow his good example. He's not too hard to find. You can always spot him by the way he drives. He always keeps his car in A1 mechanical condition, because even a safe driver can have an accident in a car that doesn't respond as it should. He shows courtesy for other drivers by signaling turns and giving them the benefit of any doubt. He knows that speed is his greatest enemy, so he slows down at night, in bad weather, in crowded traffic, and on narrow roads. He knows and obeys the laws written to help save his life. And most important of all, he drives as though the country's highway accident problem is his personal problem, which it is. Remember, few accidents happen with safe drivers. Are you one of them? One thing Mrs. McGee can never decide is whether it's easier to do a job herself or to have her husband do it. But this morning, she's trying it the hard way again. Russians did invent it. <laughs> kind of a secret weapon to get. Oh, it's a recent trip, Nick. Mm. Oh, it's a recent trip. 
Connection for Nevis Cross and all floors for them. What did he say? 8th Street. How can you tell? Just intuition, I guess. That and the sign over the cleaning shop we just passed that says 8th Street Cleaners. Oh. Well, personally, I just assume... Lawson Street next. Lawson. Anywhere up Lawson? How does he ever learn to talk like that, McGee? Oh, them guys go through very special training for this job, Molly. They do? Didn't I ever tell you about it? Well, um, let's hear it again. We've got to kill time anyway till we get to Kramer's drugstore. Well, you see, they start a rookie conductor off calling out streets with a great big mouth full of marbles in his mouth, see? I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An inspector rides along to listen to him, and as fast as the conductor gets so as you can't understand him, they let him spit out a few marbles, see? Very scientific. Little by little through practice, the guy gets so good that he's down to a half a dozen marbles, or maybe only one or two. Progress. Mm-hmm. They say that a guy that makes the best conductor is a guy that ain't got all his marbles. That's only the Wistful Vista Transit Company, of course. I can't speak for other cities. Go for Lazarus, next. Go for Lazarus. Change for nerve. Come on, Molly. It's 14th and Oak. There's Kramer's drugstore. You know, he sounds like about a six-marble man to me. Nobody could talk like he had an egg beater in his mouth. Go for Lazarus. All out for Go for Lazarus. Nerve car. Watch your step. seen that everyone in America was named Smith, Jones, or Brown. But that was a long time ago, and the chances are quite good now that the next person you meet will be Mr. Cohen or Miss Perotti or Mrs. Schumann. Perhaps because so many Americans have roots in the countries of the old world, we're anxious to help those in Europe and Asia who are living in need, or who are actually starving. That's where CARE comes in. For $10, CARE guarantees delivery of a food package to any individual or group in most any country in the world. For six ninety five, Care delivers a new budget food package in fourteen European countries. Or for ten dollars, Care delivers baby food, knitting yarn, or a pure wool blanket. The package Care sends for you will contain more than you could send yourself for the same money. If your name is Smith, Jones, or Brown, and you don't know anyone in the war ravaged countries, Care will choose a needy family for you, and you'll very likely hear from them after they've received your package. Just send ten dollars or six ninety five to Care, New York. <laughs> Kramer's drugstore is really jumping today, isn't it? Well, yes. It's Mr. Kramer's 10th anniversary sale. Imagine being in business for 10 years. That's what he ought to get for that food he serves at the soda fountain, 10 years. And he has the crust to call that gunk home cooking. That? Mm, if that's home cooking, Tootsie, it must be cooked in a home for retired bicarbonate salesmen. And the portions you get. Small? When he advertises a two-bit hamburger, that's not only the price, that's the size of it, too. Like a two-bit piece, only thinner. I haven't eaten here for quite a while. Home cooking. Huh. When the menu says steak with shoestrings on the side, that's what you get, shoestrings. McGee. Huh? If Mr. Kramer's food is so bad, why don't you eat someplace else? No place else has got home cooking. Well, now, come on. Let's get the shampoo and start home. The cosmetic counter Just is a done. minute, Molly. I want to weigh myself. Got a penny? I don't need it. There's a loose screw on the side here that if I hit... <coughs> and then blow in the coin slot... <coughs> and then jump... <coughs> it works. Heavenly days. You see, kiddo? There's the card with my weight and fortune. What does it say? It says you are intelligent, handsome, and beloved by everyone, and you will be a great success. Well, spend a penny next time, and we'll tell you the truth. Uh, oh, hi, Kramer. 
I didn't see you standing there. I know you didn't. Well, congratulations on your 10th anniversary, Kramer. Would you mind going home? I'd like to try for 11. Well, by George, that's a heck of a way to talk to customers, Kramer. How would you like me to close out my charge account? By paying it in full. I got a good notion to do just that and take my business someplace else. Oh, well, they'll be dancing in the streets. Oh, now, McGee, don't get all unraveled. Mr. Kramer's just kidding. I am? Well, I mean, I guess I am. You know the Kramer motto, McGee. The customer's always king. Yeah, that's better. And if you don't stop tampering with a scale one of these days, I'm going to crown you. Now, what can I do for you, Mrs. McGee? I need a bottle of shampoo, Mr. Kramer. Well, what kind would you like? I have a glow clean containing genuine flagamil. Flagamil? Uh, scalp help containing 37 vitamins. Oh. As well as hypochloric hanafin, the secret ingredient. And I have a brand called Jones's Shampoo. What does it contain? Just soap. It doesn't awaken your sleeping follicles or bring the fascinating glow of girlhood back to faded locks or guarantee you three dates with Burt Lancaster. It just gets the dirt out. I'll take a large bottle of that. Yes, ma'am, I'll get it. I better get a couple of cigars, Molly. And Wait, maybe... oh, will you look who's coming in? Hello, Dr. Gamble. Oh, him. Hi, Molly. Well, I see you brought along your dead or half. Hi, putty puss. <laughs> Still looking for a cure for that face of yours? I'm in a bit of a hurry, son, so I'll ignore that crack. Just don't try my patience, though. I won't, but if I was your patience, I'd try another doctor. Oh, McGee, don't be so insulting. You know Dr. Gamble is the top medical man in this town. Everybody knows that. Ah, but, uh... A very witty remark. For your information, sonny boy, I had to turn down a fairly important invitation today. I was asked to speak at the very exclusive executive club luncheon next week. But it's impossible. Oh, why can't you talk to them, Doctor? Prior engagement, Molly. Have to address the Rotary Club that day. My goodness, you certainly are popular. Yeah, at least he's eating regular. Now, if you'll excuse me, kids, I've got to rush down to the railroad station to treat a patient. Man just had a bad attack of Gladstones. Gladstones? You mean gallstones? No, a stack of suitcases fell on his head. Mm. So long, Molly. Bye, Doctor. Isn't he a sweet old character, McGee? Kind of a bragger, though. <laughs> I was asked to speak at the very exclusive executive club luncheon, my boy. Ha! Anybody can speak at the executive club luncheon. You never have. Well, I've never asked them. They're supposed to ask you, dearie. Well, they probably think I'm too busy. Word gets around, you know. Let's drop the subject, sweetheart. Well, gee whiz. There's nothing Doc Gamble can do that I can't do twice as good and without trying half as hard, especially speech-making. I'm as windy as he is, and by George... Harry, the day you are asked to speak at the executive luncheon, I'll buy you a new hat. In the meantime, I'd better see what's happened to my bottle of shampoo. I'll be right back. Okay. Mm. My own wife scoffs at me. Buy me a new hat, eh? Boy, if I could think of some way to... Hey, wait a minute. If Doc Gamble canceled out, they may be still looking for a new speaker. I'll just give them babies a call. Boy, oh boy, if I can work this thing... Oh, hello, operator. Oh, is that you, Mert? Yeah, oh, not now, Mert. I'm too busy. Yeah. Get me the executive club. Yeah, the executive's club. Hello, executive's club. Look, I just learned through prior sources that you're looking for a speaker for your luncheon next week. No, I'm not volunteering myself, but I can put you in touch with a very brilliant personality. Yeah, he's, he's a retired executive. Mm-hmm. Semi-retired. Yeah, travels a lot, reads a lot, close touch with Washington. Yeah, his name is... Uh, McGee. F. McGee. 
Pretty busy man, but he might squeeze you fellows in if you talk to him right. Yeah, try Wistful Vista, 1809. He'll be there tomorrow. Yep. Oh, it's quite all right. Glad to have been a help. Hated to have you call off that luncheon just... Uh, uh, by the way, his, his favorite is fried chicken. Yeah. Goodbye. What's this about fried chicken? Who are you talking to on the phone? Uh, uh, on the, oh, oh, the phone. Well, uh, yeah, that, that was just Mert. Uh, she's trying a new recipe on her boyfriend tonight. Fried chicken. <laughs> What's the joke? Oh, nothing. You get the shampoo? Right here. What, what are you smirking about? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Is your offer still good? Offer? What offer? Oh, you mean about the day you're asked to speak at the executive's club? <laughs> yes, sir. It still stands. Come on, now. Let's go home. Okay, but let's stop by the Bonton on the way. I want to try on some hats. Molly return in just a moment. You know, a lot of vacations start as a daydream and end as a daydream for lack of money. That needn't happen to you. You can have extra money when you need it. Simply join the payroll savings plan for buying United States savings bonds. When your bonds mature, you'll get back $4 for every $3 you invest. There's your extra money, your vacation, both guaranteed. Ask your employer about buying United States savings bonds through the payroll savings plan. Then join. NBC has brought to you the Fibber McGee and Molly program, transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan as Doc Gamble, Bill Thompson as the conductor, and Howard McNear as Kramer the druggist. Here are Fibber and Molly to say... See you next Monday. Have a nice weekend and drive carefully. Good night. Good night, all. John Wald inviting you to be with us again next Monday night for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Weekday evenings here, Can You Top This? on the NBC Radio Network.